Hello friends, this is your friend Kent C. Dodds. I'm super excited to um, have on the podcast Girish, and your last name starts with a V, but I don't actually know what it is. What, what is your last name? Uh, it's my father's name. It's uh, Venkatesan. Oh, awesome. Awesome. And did I pronounce your first name correctly? Yeah, it's it's correct. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Yeah, so this uh, you're listening to the the Remix podcast where we talk about how to make web uh, your user experience uh, better for the web. And um, we're really excited to chat about that with Girish before. Uh, and um, Girish has actually been super helpful in the uh, Discord community, uh, making examples for people, answering people's questions, uh, giving talks uh, for the Indian uh, online meetup. Uh, so lots of really cool uh, stuff that Girish has done for us, um, for the community. Um, so yeah, could you just give us a couple minutes and, and tell us about yourself? You can be as professional or as personal as you like. Um, yeah, we just want to get to know you. Yeah, cool. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, I'm Girish. So uh, I'm a developer from India. And um, I work at a startup. It's an early startup. And uh, I work as a full stack engineer here, and I mostly work on front end, so React. Uh, that's why I got into this community, this front end work. And uh, yeah, and uh, I got into Remix, and I'm really loving uh, developing apps using Remix. I'm very happy to chat with Kent about my experience, and I'm very happy to share my experience with you all. Sweet, sweet. So um, I, I realize this may be too soon, but um, are, are you exploring using Remix for your product at work, uh, for your startup? Yes, I actually demoed, uh, demoed a version of our app to the management, and they were actually really blown away. Uh, okay, sweet. So, yes. And actually, so. If you have visited Remix.run website, and if you have seen the example that they've shown, right, like that waterfall example, like uh, first the main screen loader will load, and then some part of the app gets loaded, and we see most spinners and most spinners until the whole JavaScript is downloaded. Our app is actually architected in that way because of various <laughs> constraints and stuff. And uh, I demonstrated like a simple landing page in Remix. And uh, that app, that uh, my our current product was still loading, but uh, the remix it loaded and it was fully interactive before even the first uh, chunk of JavaScript got downloaded. Whoa. They were really blown away. Like, uh, <laughs> and I also showed this to our colleagues, like who are backend developers throughout being their career, and uh, they were really blown away with how much simpler remix makes for. Everyone uh, from the whole stack to work and contribute to the product. And uh, yeah, it was a really huge hit in my startup. And uh, I think pretty soon we might move. <laughs> but we don't wow. have the timelines, surely. Uh, that's, that is awesome to hear. Uh, yeah, that, um, we didn't make that up on the homepage. That's, that's definitely uh, the way things are architected. Because it's like, um, when, when we first started doing client-heavy apps, it was all in one giant JavaScript file that we would concatenate all these things together and just boom, one big thing. And so you wouldn't, you, you may have a loading spinner in your index.html while the JavaScript loads, but once it's all loaded, then it just boom, it's all there and it's ready to go. 
Um, and it takes a while because you have to download and parse and e execute all that JavaScript, but you don't have like this bouncing of loading spinners. Um, but because it took so long um, to, to download everything and, and render it, we started talking about code splitting so that we you know, could um, load the, um, you know, not have to load all of the application all at once. Uh, and once we started doing code splitting, um, then like, <laughs> then we had all this uh, loading spinners bouncing all over the place. Um, so yeah, that, I, I think it makes a lot of sense to just say, hey, how about we um, make the app totally interactive as soon as it, um, the document loads? And then uh, from there, we can um, in progressively enhance it with the JavaScript. Uh, and we still get the code splitting, but it's totally interactive because it's server rendered and because Remix understands um, how to handle mutations, whether they're, um, they come from JavaScript or just from the browser form. Uh, so I'm glad that that resonated uh, for you all at your company. And I look forward to hearing how things go with the, the move. Are, are yeah. you using, like, what is the current stack uh, right now? Uh, yeah, ours is a plain React, create React app, app running fully on the client. Uh, we did not invest in any server-side framework because, like, they created that before I joined, and uh, it was there, and I used to sort of, picked it up and worked on it. So we're still following the same stack. And uh, yeah, it's still in Create React app and playing client side app. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, for a long time, I was uh, I was convinced that Create React app was good enough for most people, um, especially for apps that are on the other side of a login screen, um, which I'm guessing that's the case for you, right? Like most yeah, of your exactly. app is. Exactly. Yeah. And so like, it's not a big deal to just have a loading spinner while you wait to determine whether the user's logged in and then show them the login screen if they're not logged in and, and the app if they are, uh, especially for like a, a SaaS product where like people, it's like for a business, you're not worried about SEO. Uh, and so like I was always convinced that like, yeah, it's fine. It's not a big deal um, until I realized or in, until it dawned on me, I guess, that uh, the user experience could be so much better, even for those those users who have to log into the product. And then you add on top of that the developer experience uh, that Remix offers, then it's like becomes a no brainer. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, I'm I'm guessing that your user experience could probably be improved just by using Next and potentially your developer experience as well uh, by using Next.js because that can do all the server rendering and everything as well. Is there a reason why uh, you haven't thought about moving over to Next.js before Remix even came around? Mm, OK, so I am a really big fan of nested routes. Uh, even, mm. even before v6, React Router v6 uh, came out, we, were, we are in v5, but still we are using nested routes. And mm. we looked at Next.js and uh, that's not doable with their current routing system that they have. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we decided like uh, our whole app is architected in such a way and uh, we cannot go back and uh, change it. Like that cost was really big for us to react, re-architect mm. the whole app. But with Remix and with nested routes, I just have to change the way I'm calling the loader, like I'm calling the APIs. I can just port I my see. whole code, yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, so Next.js wasn't um, better enough to justify the the massive, like basically rewrite that you would have to do, um, and the um, and remix the you wouldn't ha you don't have to change as much, and uh, you get a lot more benefit because of the nested routing. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, we are not very uh, write heavy app. We are a lot of like we just like we do a lot of fetch and show mm. the pages to our users. So mm, and uh, yeah, again, like we never thought like it was the right decision to move to next when we had like a performant app and uh, like the plain React, but uh, but uh, not something strong uh, case for us to make that we have to move to some other framework to really drastically improve the user experience. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, and and um, when you get over to Remix, since you're such a read-heavy app, it, it becomes pretty straightforward to uh, to do that stuff because the loader um, that is tied to the route as well. Yeah. So that that makes things nice, and you'll be able to reduce the amount of JavaScript you ship because all of that loading happens on the server. Um, yeah, it's it's awesome. That's great. Um, so, is there anything else that like really appealed to you about Remix, like from a user experience or developer experience standpoint, that you just, or sorry, <laughs> that you're really excited uh, to have when you migrate over to Remix? Uh, yeah. So, like, uh, I'll share my first experience, like what brought me into Remix first. Like, uh, I I joined here, like I bought the license like the when remix was behind the the license uh, i was an early supporter here so uh, i just want to share my experience of what made me to uh, get into remix and uh, i think it was march or april of last year when uh, ryan was giving the demo for the v1 beta launch and yeah. uh, he was uh, doing basic stuff fit to do app i followed the stream but yeah, it was uh, really uh, good. The developer experience was good. And the 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 moment which brought me to Remix was when uh, he ticked a checkbox, okay, the to-do app, he ticked a checkbox, and the whole app updated without even doing any re revalidation, like automatically, yeah. uh, the whole app got invalidated. And uh, all the loaders and the site navigation, everything got fetched and it, there was no stale data and uh, everything was really fresh. The data was really fresh. And uh, I was like, uh, man, like I should not leave out, be left out of something such powerful mm -hmm. as this. And it's going to blow everything out of water when it finally comes <laughs> out. Yeah, that, that's very perceptive of you to, to like realize that they were, were really onto something that early because that was really early. That was before um, yeah. the, so many of the features that we enjoy now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like even in the early stages, if, 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 if a framework can solve a lot of uh, issues that we developers face day to day, like managing the server side state, managing the client side state, like if a framework can do everything for us, like this is going to be a game changer. And I was like, I have to be part of this and I have to learn this and I have to share this framework with everyone who are not, uh, who, who do not know about this framework. Like 
at least in india like uh, people are very reluctant to adopt new technologies like they feel like they the technology needs to mature enough so that they can adopt as part of the product but uh, yeah i felt like i need to be that person so to be able to like show the show this framework that which can solve most of the issues like most of the products are facing nowadays so yeah that's my remix journey and uh, that's when that's what brought me to brought me here yeah uh, that's awesome um and you've been really helpful for folks in the community what what drives you to be so helpful yeah i just want the framework to succeed right like i want to be as helpful and as welcoming as possible so that many people can adopt the framework and they can share the framework with their colleagues their friends and yeah i just want the framework to be successful i might be biased here to think like that but <laughs> i really love this product and uh, i feel like uh, uh like i play a part of this by helping people to get their answers sooner rather than later and uh, and i also uh, like to help people a lot like be as welcoming as possible yeah well we really appreciate that especially as a an early member of the community um it makes a big impact when we have members of the community be really friendly it kind of like forms what the community is um so yeah. yes thank you for uh for being that in our community um so uh, what uh um what are some of the um well actually you know what i i want to explore your background a little bit more can you tell us um how long you've been in the web space and, and building web apps Mm, yeah, sure. Uh, this is my third year professionally in my career, uh, and uh, I've been doing web development for like five years, like through, throughout my college, like my second, third year of my college. And uh, yeah, like I got into the React space and when it was like pure client side, and uh, and actually like I learned a lot about web development after. getting into remix like i never knew how a form is supposed to work and i never knew like <laughs> yeah. why we need anchor link for navigation i never knew any like how a form data works like i never knew anything before remix and uh, yeah I'm, i'm learning a lot through the journey i'm learning a lot from the people in the community the brilliant people who are there like i'm learning from you guys and uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's great. That's exactly what I was uh curious about because there there seem to be uh two different kinds of of uh developers coming into Remix. There's those who have been doing software development for a long time before the JavaScript craze happened. Um and so they're like, "Oh, wow, Remix is such a breath of fresh air or breath of fresh air at <laughs> like, you know, going back to the roots of the web and and uh actually taking advantage of what the web has to offer has always had to offer for years um i i am not in that camp because i also i i started around 7 years ago but that um where i started was kind of the leading edge at the time and so we were doing client side apps um and so i also learned like how you do a form is you have a submit handler that has prevent default on the event like <laughs> yeah. so um i i never really understood any of that um you know from uh, like as i was getting started 
Um, I only understood half of web development, the front end. Um, and so for me, when I started with, uh, um, with Remix, it was kind of funny because I was being tricked into being a backend developer. <laughs> like I, I spent yeah. so much of my time doing backend stuff. And when I was done, I was like, wait a second, am I a backend dev now? Like, <laughs> And so you, you really do um, learn a lot about like full web dev. So like, I guess now I, I never really could have called myself an, uh, a real web dev, um, like full web dev. I was only half of a web dev because I only exactly. did the, the front end. Um, and now with Remix, I get to do both. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's been my takeaway from from uh, developing using Remix. Like, I've been able to work a full stack. Uh, I never would have imagined imagined like I would be like tinkering with my cache headers or like uh, my caching at the server. I never would have imagined like being like a full front end developer whose my background has been there and. Uh, it really opened my mind, and uh, I am really happy that I can also take my, this knowledge forward in my career. Like it's not confined to Remix. I can apply the same logic to whichever framework that's I'm going to be using in the coming years. I don't know, but I'm really happy that I'm actually learning web development because of a framework. I don't know how many frameworks are that is out there that does this. Yeah. Well, and. What's really cool about that is because of that property of Remix, um, the like so like the knowledge is transferable. I really like that, um, and also the um, when you're when you learn how the web works um, by itself, uh, then you stop having to re-implement stuff that the web does already. Like a, a lot of people, uh, or for a long time when we were doing client-side heavy apps, we would um, we couldn't really leverage um, caching properly because we didn't have the server uh, to uh, to cache our, our data responses and stuff. Uh, you'd have to like file a ticket with the backend engineers. And so we would just put our data cache in, uh, in memory, um, which meant that now all of a sudden we also have to manage garbage collection um, because you, know, you don't want to fill that cache up indefinitely, um, which also means now you have to uh, like, if, if you want to make it so that your cache persists over page refreshes and stuff, now you have to store it in index DB or local storage or something, um, which of course not many people would do that. And so uh, ultimately the user experience suffers because we don't, uh, we, we number one, maybe don't even understand the, the full stack web from the, the back end as well as the front end. And number two, it's just difficult. Uh, even if you are the developer working on the back end, it's, uh, difficult to make those two sides of the um, the network uh, work nicely together, and so Remix uh, improves the user experience in that way because like there's less code that you have to write, therefore there's less bugs, um, and because we can rely on the web platform as it is, and and you can rely on on caching, but also like just on um, the fact that Remix embraces the fact that. When you do a mutation, we invalidate stuff, and so you, your stuff is going to be fresh and um, uh, always. And so, um, yeah. Anyway, le less code in the front end, less bugs there, uh, less code for the user to load. So the user experience just gets better when we use the web platform the way it's intended to be used. Exactly. And uh, one more thing I realized is, like, for many components that I write in Remix, 
I've been using React as a templating language instead of like the language, the the framework that's driving my whole client and the whole yeah. experience. <laughs> that was yeah, really absolutely. funny to me. <laughs> I yeah, I know. It, it's yeah, like you can build a a full like real world application without a single use state. <laughs> exactly, I forgot. Like I need to use reuse states or FX or something like that to build. Applications because Remix and the web platform handles almost everything that we need, right? Like we've been trying mm-hmm. to reinvent the whole wheel when the platform, the use the platform already does everything for us. It was really like a, a eye opener for me personally. Yeah, totally. Well, and um, and it so the platform already supports it and it does it better than we could uh, with just JavaScript on the front end. Um, so the, yeah, you don't have that loading spinners bouncing all over the Mm -hmm. place. It, uh, it can all be interactive right, um, out of the gate, which I think is just awesome. Now, one thing that I'm curious about with your migration from create react app over to remix is, Mm um, like create react app is really nice because you can just take the build directory and put it up on a CDN somewhere and you don't have to think about servers. Um, but when you use Remix, now you have to suddenly start thinking about servers. Do you already have a place that you're going to be hosting your uh, Remix app, or what? what is your plan there? Uh, yeah, so we are a cloud-based uh, app. Like, our servers are running on uh, AWS. So, yeah, it, like, uh, instead of our backend API Lambda that is running, like, we can just replace it with our re- Remix app and... We would be good to go. Like uh, it's it solves all of our use cases personally. Like in our current application with our current product, like just replacing our backend API with the Remix app will almost solve the whole migration for us. Wow! Yeah. So so you're um you're not gonna say okay we're just replacing the create React app piece and then we'll talk to the same services. You're actually gonna replace both the front end and the back end with just a seamless front-end, back-end experience with Remix? Yeah, that would be the ideal way because our back-end is written in Node, so we can just, yeah. uh, I can just, like, import, like, I can just copy-paste stuff into our loaders or any abstraction that we come up with. Like, we have not, like, really thought about the plan about how we are going to convert it, but uh, it, it will not be, like, a very uh, tedious job or tedious print to convert it. Like, we can also incrementally convert it, but uh, yeah, like I don't expect very big roadblockers for us when we do that eventually. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I actually hadn't really thought about that um, a whole lot, but especially if um, your Create React app is the only consumer of, of your backend, uh, then yeah, why not just you know talk to the database directly in your loader, um, right? In, in the yeah. same file as the component that's rendering the UI, like that. That is yeah, exactly. really nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would be uh, the ideal path, but uh, yeah, as I said, like we have not really thought about the migration yet. So yeah, yeah. Well, it's still pretty early um, yeah, yeah, yeah. in figuring. those sorts of things out. Do you feel like um, this is going to be the sort of thing that you have to halt all development while you do this migration? Or is this something that you think you can figure out how to um, migrate incrementally? Mm. Yeah, actually, 
I would prefer to do it incrementally, like uh, stopping the whole development for this migration would not be the ideal path for mm-hmm. the product. But uh, yeah, I hope like we figure out a way to do it incrementally. And uh, yeah, we can still keep keep a backend server as it is, host a new Lambda, spin up a new Lambda for a Remix app and communicate between the Lambdas so that like the UI part from the loaders, I can call the the existing Lambda. So yeah, yeah, that is also possible. Like we just need to replace our Axios calls with the loaders. So yeah, yeah, and and delete all of the state for managing loading states and spinners and exactly. stuff. Exactly. <laughs> I'm really happy when I'm going to delete the loaders loaders from our app. <laughs> we have loaders yeah, all yeah. over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that I'm sure that will be really nice. I'd love to see screenshots of like your pull requests that show like how many co- lines of code were removed and added and stuff. Yeah, Lots of I'm red pretty, lines I'm there. I'm pretty sure, yeah, it's going to be a lot of red lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that, that makes a lot of sense that you would um, might leave, leave the existing backend there and have the loaders just talk to that. And then over time, you can move that stuff back into the Remix app. The UI is a little bit more uh, tricky, I think, to do incrementally over time. Um, like you could set up an Nginx server that like routes different pages and stuff, but um, with mm-hmm. especially since you're using React Router already, um, you can um, just kind of move files around so that they match what the Remix app will look like and then install Remix. And it should hopefully mostly uh, just work. And then you can incrementally move things into loaders uh, that way. So I, I'd be really interested to hear how your experience is because you'll be one of the first to, to try this, <laughs> uh, actually moving a, a product sure. uh, that that's out like in production uh, over to Remix. Um, but I'm, I'm excited that yeah, you're doing sure. it. I, uh, uh, yeah, sure. I will be happy to share it with the community. So yeah. Sweet. Cool. Well, we're down toward the end of our time, Girish. What would you say is the one thing that uh, folks listening could do to improve the user experience of their apps? Hmm. The one thing. Uh... Based on our conversation, I think you would say just migrate to Remix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's sure. Like uh, people, like uh, yeah, like. Uh, it's it's going to be a no-brainer, right? Like I'm pretty sure, like uh, without a server-based framework, it's going to be no-brainer. Like everybody is going to shift from plain React React app or very client-side app to server-based app because like the the improvement in user experience is dramatic. Like as I said, right? Like we eliminated all our loading spinners just because like we are rendering at the server, and uh, we know what we are going to render. We can eliminate the whole the fetch render waterfall. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, one cool. thing that I would suggest uh, people. Uh, okay, so I really uh, what I would suggest is like uh, I think it was already shared in the previous product podcast, but uh, remove the script tag from the application and uh, check how much the, your product is accessible and workable without the scripts loading. Mm. That would be like 
uh, because like this is this is a very unique feature of Remix, right? Like uh, with a plain uh, markup that is getting generated with the server, like pretty much most of the app is going to be interactive even before JavaScript is getting loaded because we are going to base our app on the platform and uh, we are we might not going to rely on like various states or like various third-party libraries to manage it for us. So uh yeah like remove the script tags and check how much uh the app is intractable cool yeah and if their app is create react app like yours then the answer is none of it <laughs> none of it works <laughs> yeah yeah, exactly. yeah that's true yeah that like it really it um I, we can't drive this po point home enough that um all of a sudden it it matters quite a bit less how much JavaScript you're sending to the browser when your app works before the JavaScript shows up in the first place. Um, so you can send a lot more JavaScript without it hurting performance as much when the app works as soon as the document finishes loading. Um, yeah. That's that's pretty sig significant, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, when more people are going to try this out, like they will feel like this is going to be like a deal breaker for many of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited about Remix Future. And I also heard like lots of many exciting things are in store So uh, for Remix in 2022. So yeah. Yeah, Remix we're definitely for... not done. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, Girish, it was a pleasure to, to chat with you. What's the best way for people to keep in touch with you and, and just keep up with what you're doing? Uh, just hang out in uh, Remix Discord server like I be or uh, I'm not going anywhere. So feel free to ping me whenever you feel like you're stuck. And uh, I'm sure like the community, we will all help you to get get to what you need. Like, yeah. Awesome. Hey, thanks so much. And uh, yeah, we'll chat with everybody in the future. Bye. Bye.